uh, I'm not a security guy. I'm a software development manager. So my, you know, my focus is on practices that make sense to developers and in particular to small development teams. Cause I feel that if you can make something work in a small team, especially a small agile environment, you can scale it up and you can scale it out. Welcome to OWASP 24-7, sponsored by the Open Web Application Security Project, improving the security of software. With support from Sonatype, a trusted partner for open source governance, management, and compliance. Good morning, Mark Miller here in New York City. I'm talking with Jim Bird in Calgary. Good morning, Jim. Good morning, Mark. We're here to talk about the OWASP uh, proactive controls project that you're doing with Jim Manico. When I looked at this the first time, I thought, this is interesting. Now, it looks like you're patterning this after the OWASP Top 10 project itself. Yeah, that's right. Um, uh, what uh, what uh, Jim Manico thought was we needed something that was more oriented towards developers uh, rather than towards the sec- security or compliance community. So the idea was to take something and, and, and use the same top 10 idea uh, because it's been so successful and come up with something that uh, a top 10 list for software developers um, uh, that they, they should consider for security. Yeah, that's nice. I'm looking through the list here. How did you guys generate the, the the ten items that you've got here? Well, a lot of it came out of um, looking at uh, work that was been done on the cheat sheet series, and then looking at uh, just general practices that we felt should be done for um, that we felt uh, developers should um, should follow. Jim uh, Manico did most of the work coming up with the initial list. And uh, what I've been doing with him is trying to fill it out and trying to make it oriented as much as possible. To, uh, or as accessible as possible to developers, right? Trying to trying to squeeze it down into something that will be um, easy for them to understand and and uh, something that they will be able to appreciate the value of. As I'm looking at the list, Jim, I've seen query uh, parameterization, encoding, validation. These are very very general terms. How do you uh, anticipate people using the list? Well, the, the idea here was, again, to present uh, important problems that need to be solved f- from up front. It, it, part of what we're doing right now is going through the review to see if there's a better way to make this uh, understandable to developers. So, for example, we, we felt that the, the most important thing, if people went, started with this and they didn't get very far, they didn't read all 10, they should at least make sure to uh, to look at the most important things, the things that have the most impact. And we, again, felt for, for the average software developer, um, query parameterization, if they already understand that concept, great. You know, they're already using it. That's excellent. If they don't, they better understand it and take advantage of it. So we wanted to make sure that query parameterization and coding and, you know, validation, which were which are kind of like the, like three of the, I don't know, foundational uh, controls for, for, for so, uh, reliable software and secure software, uh, should be, you know, should be something that they should look at first. Um, we may not have it uh, expressed in the right language yet, because again, uh, part of part of what we're dealing with is that so much of the stuff in in um, in OWASP comes from a security standpoint, right? Security people talking to other security people, you know, appsec specialists talking to other appsec specialists, and and you know, and trying to bridge this from the 
you know the 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 in the OWASP community the the builder breaker defender um, you know uh, um, uh, breakdown right we want to try to try to express this in terms that make sense to builders and this is our attempt we're we're looking for feedback from other people in the community that, to to help us make you know make it even more understandable it looks like you put out a, a request for a review on March 10th how much response have you got uh, we've had a few people respond already yep um, helping us out with some uh, with being able to um, uh, for example, on I think it was on validation, we got some really good um, feedback on validation and a couple of the other parts. So yeah, yeah, a couple of people have responded, and we're hoping for some more. When I'm thinking of a developer environment, a lot of the stuff that we're thinking about doing in general is the automation of the development process, whatever can be automated. As you're looking at the top ten here in your list, what parts of these can be automated? <laughs> Not very much. <laughs> no, no. So what we're talking about here are practices that they sh- – these are practices that go into actual secure design and development itself, into the coding and into the design process itself. Um, so, you know, considerations uh, in secure architecture or considerations in, in uh, security concer- considerations and requirements. Um, probably the one place where people can get leverage from something rather than just trying to deal with it themselves is the use of – uh, is number eight the the use of uh, secure uh, frameworks or security features in your framework and secure libraries? So that's one of the things that we we're trying to again raise more awareness about. Um, there's still a lot of uh, uh, people that either don't worry about a lot of developers don't. It's not that they don't worry about security, but they try to roll it themselves or do it in a very simple way. And um, you know we want to try to make sure they understand there's lots of good stuff out there that they could take advantage of. And, and there's some risks in taking advantage of that as, you know, in terms of keeping the stuff up to date. But the rest of it is, is pretty well, it's the work of development. It's the nuts and bolts of development. It's not something that you can buy a tool or, uh, or try to automate for yourself. When you're thinking of this, Jim, and you're thinking after the review process here, what's next for your project? Well, um, we're, 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 the, the next steps will be to uh, get feedback and start and continue to promote this. Jim's, uh, Jim Manico has been promoting this, uh, the, the ideas in this uh, for about almost a year now. And this is where the, 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 the proactive controls came from, is that um, he's been out, you know, evangelizing, you know, presenting to, to uh, workshops and uh, presentations to uh, developers and to security people. The idea here would be to continue to build on that and the work that he's doing in terms of expressing it and to get other people to use it as well. So, you know, uh, to use that and to get it out to more people in in the broader development community, I do my own part. Uh, I'm not a security guy. I'm a software development manager. So my, you know, my focus is on practices that make sense to developers and in particular to small development teams. Cause I feel that if you can make something work in a small team, especially a small agile environment, you can scale it up and you can scale it out. So, uh, so you know, we'll be doing our own part and trying to find other people who will want to help uh, share this in a broader way with the rest of the um, development and security community. When we're thinking about sharing it, what's the, the distribution method? I know that we've got it on the OWASP site here. Are you going to have hard copy brochures printed out? What's the distribution going to be? Yeah, um, Jim's looking at getting it uh, – nice formal um, mech, uh, copies of it made um, so we can make it so we can get it out further the the rest of the work would be done through you know blogging and this kind of thing right trying to get trying to get it uh, one of the, the the things that's important to me anyways is is try to 
get more information out into the development um, forums as opposed to in the security forums themselves, right? OWASP does a great job of, of building a brand around uh, for security and compliance. And what we need to be able to do is find ways to get some of this information out into other groups, other areas where, you know, where agile developers will look or where DevOps people will look or where, you know, other, developer, other developers will and project managers will look. So this is, uh, this is one of the things that we would want to try to focus on. It's interesting. That leads to another subject, too, is I've, I've been trying to find out how fixing vulnerabilities within the development cycle instead of waiting till they're in production mm-hmm. uh, affects the financial aspect of a project. And it seems to me what you guys are setting up here is a framework. It's, it's going to coincidentally bring down the cost of a project if this stuff is implemented properly. That's true. That's true. That's the the intent behind the proactive aspect, right? So what we're trying to do is if people write better design and write better software from the beginning or more secure software or more reliable software from the beginning, then we don't need to, um, uh, it, we don't need to spend as much time later on in the cycle on all the different feedback loops, right? So, you know, one of the things that um, we're seeing more and more of is an accelerated pace in development, right? You, you, a lot of mo- more organizations are moving to something like Agile or DevOps and continuous delivery and continuous deployment because they want to see things happen, changing faster. They want to make, get results faster. One of the, the concerns that you have as a result is that, that the, the kind of classic security practices of having review gates and you know, running scans and doing pen tests and these kind of things don't fit anymore, right? You, um, you, 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 don't, you can't keep up that way. So there's, we have to look at alternative ways of, of um, scaling and speeding up security practices. And to me, the best way to do that is to put more, to give more things to developers, right? So more things up front. So if you can, um, if you can help them find, you know, choose the right kind of uh, uh, security controls and libraries and think about these things up front in design or when they're selecting and, you know, deploying the platform, that saves a lot of time and money for everybody. If you can provide uh, tools and, uh, and, uh, that, that have a faster uh, feedback loop to them so that they can get immediate response, um, you know, that'll save time as well. And, and you see that. Now, with a lot of the static analysis uh, tools, for example, is something I'm looking at right now, is that more and more of them are, are moving towards faster feedback cycles, uh, trying to embed things into the developer's desktop, that kind of thing. I, I, think, I think we'll be seeing a lot more you know, work in that area, right, where a lot more progress in that area, because otherwise we won't be able to keep up. You hit on a key point there, too, because there's always the dilemma of writing secure software versus getting the thing out the door in the first place and that there's so much pressure on the business end to get the thing out the door and we'll deal with security later it seems to me that you're hitting the problem head on now you're going directly to the developer as you're thinking of this process that you guys are setting up here and recommending how do you think developers are going to respond to this? We all, the developers already know that there's a basic problem. Do you think this is something that they're going to be able to use and respond to the business with? I, yes, I think so. Um, so you, you kind of think of it as a continuum, right? So you've got – you have um, experienced uh, more senior developers inter- writing enterprise systems. You know, I, I work in the financial industry, so – 
there's people that in the financial industry, they already know these kind of things, right? And sometimes it's a more a case of reminding them or helping them fill in some blanks or helping them understand, a, a, you know, a changing threat landscape, that kind of thing, right? There's a lot of other developers, though, that are writing applications all over the place. Um, you know, there's, there's people that are uh, uh, hobbyists that are writing mobile apps, for example, some of these things are, are uh, very extremely popular. Um, a lot of uh, a lot of people that don't have the same kind of enterprise experience that are working on online social media, you know, web platforms, these kind of things, right? And um, it, it's it's partly an education experience for some people who haven't been exposed to this kind of thing because that's still a problem. There's still a lot of developers who haven't been exposed to some of the fundamentals, and I think if they get exposed to the fundamentals, they'll they'll work with it. You know, uh, for example, query parameterization. You know, I'll, I'll talk to programmers if I meet them just anywhere, and and I'll you know talk about that as being one of the biggest problems, and just some of them don't understand the the concept at all. Right? They don't understand why. They can't just take dynamic queries and take input and, and work with it. And other others, developers are shocked at that, that, that that's still a problem, right? And they're not security people. They just look at this and say, well, that's just a bad practice. You shouldn't do that. So, you know, if we keep finding ways to reach out to people um, along that continuum, helping the, the um, more experienced and uh, developers to uh, uh, and educated developers to understand more about what they're um, to to, uh, to take advantage of the the tools that they have, and if we can um, help educate the people who don't have the experience, it'll make a big difference. I have been talking with Jim Bird, the co-leader of the OWASP Proactive Controls. Jim, thanks so much for your contribution here. Thank you. Well, it was uh, a lot of fun. have been listening to OWASP 24-7 with your host, Mark Miller. OWASP 24-7 is sponsored by the Open Web Application Security Project, improving the security of software. With support from Sonatype, a trusted partner for open source governance, management, and compliance.